so this is going to be, I think, an interesting show because uh, we don't have anything to talk about. We're uh, we're a news program here, and nothing's happened in the last couple weeks. Nothing has happened. Remain indoors. <laughs> <laughs> you should uh, you should get T-shirts printed off. <laughs> Hi, I'm Stephen Clayton, and I'm Nick Smith, and we have good ideas, so you don't have to. Consider this our proposal to you. This is Investors Needed. There's, uh, I think there's some space left in the sarcastic uh, Gen X slash Millennial shirt. Oh, the white text on black? Yep. Oh, God. Nothing makes me want to just pull my trigger and puke on them than, than a shirt like that. Yeah. It's even worse in San Francisco because everything is. Um, <laughs> I saw a guy at a, uh, a cafe yesterday who had a shirt on and it said, I like big data and I cannot lie. That is so fucking Orwellian. (laughs) Yeah, most of San Francisco is like that. (laughs) See these people walking around with their sarcastic shirts and their Macklemore haircuts and all the homeless people have smartphones? That's disorienting. And then they stop to admire the picture of Steve Jobs (laughs) just posted on the corner. Yep. And oh, they love uh, him. Yep, it's uh, the uh, the Municipal Jobs Act. <laughs> Passed back in. Yeah, it's a jobs bill. It's a jobs yeah. bill. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody paid attention to what was in it because it was called the jobs bill. Like, oh yeah, I'm sure it's good. And then all of a sudden, oh shit. Yeah, and then and then like within the next year, everyone received eight by ten glossies of Steve Jobs in their mailbox and a, a tax bill for them. That'd be a cushy job to get enforcing that stuff. What? Just in the bureaucracy involved that, that grows up around that. Well, my, my question is, does it then become, like, do you get a new picture of Steve Jobs every year? Or do you start getting, like, other local technology leaders in the mail? I don't know. It's such a new field. We don't have an established best practices yet. Oh, so there's space here for us to, to really define this and define Yeah, we plan. should really drill deep and figure out some next steps on this one. Yeah. Um, see, the problem is nothing rolls off the bi- the tongue quite as well no, as the bill. The rolls off the bill. bill. Nothing rolls, rolls off, off the, bill. the bill quite as well as the jobs tongue. No, wait. Quite as well as the jobs bill. Because if, if we're putting out stuff like, uh, you know, the, uh, okay, so you do the jobs bill, that's fine. You do the page bill for Larry Page, and people will kind of shrug, but they, they can kind of connect the dots there. Tough when you're rolling out the Wozniak bill. It's like, is this for, uh, are, are we opening a new deli, like down at City Hall? What, what is the Wozniak bill? The Wozniak bill sounds like a mutant platypus. <laughs> <laughs> he crawled up out of the swamp, bill dripping with swamp gunk. <laughs> and then he created the apple too. <laughs> Shit, where's my bell? Yeah, I know. Oh my God, where's you. my bell? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It almost fell off the back of my desk. Where is the bell? Where'd my bell go? Bum, bum. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I was just composing the Stefan Looks for his bell theme. Okay. Um, I think that took me about four seconds to find, so can you cut like a second and a half out of your theme? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do, the, do the real version and then do the radio edit. 
It's like that version of I Would Do Anything for Love that is three minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) So I I do have an idea. Okay. Um, That I think we can can brainstorm. Yeah. Um, Well, you know, I'm an idea man. Mm. So I think we we had some success when we approached uh, Commissioner of Baseball Rob Manfred uh, to really take a long, hard look at America's pastime and figure out how we could updated a little bit did they send you notes well uh the, they sent me a cease and desist but it's uh, a kind of note that's a kind of note <laughs> so w- when i say some success i mean we got a response yeah that means it's working yes um i think though that in, in our our eagerness to pitch to the folks at major league baseball we may have bitten off a little more than we can chew yeah so i, I want to uh, step back i and, mean i think they you got to you got to go high and tight with them if you're pitching yeah. them. Yeah. Um, you don't want to hang those those ideas. Nope. Like, we don't we don't hang like ideas here. Balls. <laughs> I, I started to make a joke about like I don't know a hanging curveball or something and realized that it had just completely nope. gotten away from me. We uh, we don't hang ideas like uh, like bad metaphors. You're you're. <laughs> I get, I get, you're like the uh, you're like the Carlos Marmol of punsters. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to put that one together, really went outside on me. I'm, um, I'm kind of Ricky Vaughn. <laughs> get your glasses. I, I got I've got all the enthusiasm and the velocity. Just can't find the fucking plate. Yep. Um. So if, if we're thinking maybe baseball was a bridge too far to start off with, bit off more than we can chew, I figure maybe we can start lower and work up and start with something that's really low-hanging fruit. I think we have an opportunity to take a long, hard look at the quote-unquote sport of golf. And what really kind of brings it to the fore for me, no pun intended. I sure said two! <laughs> you've got uh what what is the the brand the image of golf like the tagline for the the pga tour might as well have been like golf a sport you can fall asleep to because the stereotype is it's your father-in-law dozing off as he's watching a i don't know like a golf match a golf game what the hell do you even call it golf you don't even have to change out of your khakis so i i think that there's a. Uh, there's a, a problem there with the image, maybe a little problem with the brand. And I think there's an opportunity for us to maybe, if we're going to reinvent Major League Baseball, we can prove our chops at uh, at this level. Because if we get a reputation as the guys who, who turned golf into something great, then maybe people will pay more attention. Well, I don't know if something great is necessarily what to look for so much as something interesting. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like we can really bring golf into the 21st century out of the 19th century yeah, i was gonna say we'll, we'll skip the 20th century <laughs> <Yeah>. altogether. <laughs> i think i think the record's shown that golf is not a 20th century sport oh lord no or or game i prefer calling it a game because it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's the ga- game. it's the game of golf so i, th- I think there are really three game, things games can require skill that's true like nascar the game <laughs> of nascar so I think that there are really three things that we can do, or three categories that we need to approach in order to um, 
define this in the way we want to. To, to start off, I think that there are some rule changes that need to happen. Uh, and th- this is fairly fundamental. Um, and so I'm wondering what we could do. Like, wh- what are the, the key weaknesses of watching a game of golf that could be affected by rule changes? You've got to find a way to fill in the gaps. Or at yeah. least make the gaps more interesting. Yeah. One or the other. You can't you can't watch uh, friggin' Jim whole face sit up there at his ball for five minutes setting up his shot and then he finally takes his shot and then m- modestly reacts to it. Yep. So, small fist pound and then like walks 200 yards. Yeah. So okay, so we we got to speed up the game. What what can we cut out there? Do we have a shot clock? This kind of might go maybe we could turn golf into a sport. <laughs> go on, I'm listening. Where the time that you finish around affects the score. Oh, so it's not just a uh, fewest number of strokes, it's fewest number of strokes in the shortest amount of time. Yeah. Okay. I th- I think that that's interesting, but I think the the added wrinkle to it is you know you you don't want it to be set up like shortest amount of time within your individual game because I think part of the problem is we conceptualize golf as you know you're not you're not playing against someone else you're playing against yourself no, bullshit you're playing against someone else so I'm saying you you have rather than one guy who has it oh it's your honor your honor you swing and you go and then the next guy comes up and hits I think mm-hmm. you set up tees side by side. And you hit at the same time. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, like, the clock has started. And yeah. the clock stops when you complete that hole. But there's no taking turns. It's like, from the moment you hit, you need to be taking off in a dead sprint. I to like get that. How long? Hole. I like that. I was thinking how fast you could finish your round, but how fast you could finish a hole is way better. Yeah. Because you just watch one guy, like, run around like a, like a fucking Benny Hill short. <laughs> Um, just sprinting after his ball yeah it'd be kind of I don't know why but it reminds me of like the TV show Guts (laughs) yeah yeah I like that Uh, and and, like the the ball gets hit you take off running you think about how big a uh, a single uh, single hole can be Uh, no Mm -hmm. let let me rephrase that you think about how big (laughs) (laughs) You think about how big, like, a single uh, fairway for a single hole of golf can be. Like, you're talking potentially a a few hundred yards there. So, it's basically you have a man or a woman. We can get to that in a minute. You have a man or a woman who tees off and then basically has to sprint the equivalent of a football field just to get that next shot in, and then do it again. And then until compose the himself the to hit an accurate shot. <laughs> yeah. There's That's like, the challenge, is like the stop and go. Like, settle well, yourself to not shank it into the woods. Well, one of the most interesting Winter Olympic sports, I may get the name wrong, but it's the, the biathlon. Are you familiar yes. with it? Yeah. You have to cross-country ski from place to place, stopping just long enough to shoot something. Maybe we could add some shooting into golf. Okay. Go on. 
I don't know. I, or I'm, don't. I'm, I'm, uh, it's a fresh idea, and I'm just trying to figure out how we can incorporate it. Um. Okay. So maybe if you can shoot your ball after you drive it. Oh, well, you get some sort the air, of yeah. Oh, that's an oh. Maybe if you can shoot your opponent's ball out of the air, oh! you automatically win the hole. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, see, and th- what you're doing then is you're introducing really several elements of strategy. Because, you know, if you're teeing off, you might want to hang back and let the other guy get the first shot off if you're confident enough in your marksmanship to take his ball out. But if you miss, then he's got a head start and is moving down the fairway. And then when you get down there and you're trying to hit your own ball after sprinting 100 yards, you know, what? what's... Are you going to rush the shot and potentially get yourself in trouble? Are you going to take a minute to compose yourself and try to get your heart rate down? Because the other guys, he's moving down the fairway, and you got to catch up. Okay. So it's first in the hole wins. First in the hole wins. That's exactly it. So it's... Uh, there's three three scoring metrics. Uh, well, maybe if you maybe if you don't hit, maybe if, even if you hit his ball, he can still try and get it in the hole. It's just that it, his ball is he has to find a way to try and put get the tattered remains of his ball into the hole. Um, and you you can't play the ball by hand. Still have to use your stick. Um, you can so three primary scoring metrics then. Number one is, same as normal golf now, strokes. You want to have the fewest number of strokes to get in the hole. Number two is uh, number of holes won in a match. And that's like, did you beat the other guy into the hole? And then three is lowest cumulative time for an entire round of golf. Yeah. And four mm-hmm. is style points. Yeah. <laughs> All right, tell, tell me what you mean by style points, because I have I have something in mind, but I want to hear your take on it first. Like a lot of people watch sports to watch somebody do something cool, like somebody like does like a reverse dunk, like yeah. that's awesome. But there's no, none of the sports specifically reward doing something cool as opposed to doing the same thing in a normal way. Like you score the same number of goals for a crazy bicycle kick as you do for just a you know. Easy chip in. That's true. Your team doesn't move up in the rankings because you were on Sports Center's top ten. Exactly. Why can't why can't we reevaluate golf in a way that 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 doing something with flair is rewarded? Well, see, this kind of gets to something I wanted to talk about, and really the the second point of our three point plan. Um, I, I see what you're talking about with flair and the players and all that, but you know. I don't see Phil Mickelson doing a bicycle kick anytime soon. And that's why nobody watches golf. Exactly. So I think, as with anything, this this starts with recruiting. It starts with the kind of people that we want to play golf, that we're bringing in from, uh, from the lowest levels, and the culture that we're cultivating within the sport. So I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on... Uh, possible places we could look to find, or f- first of all, what is the our pro? Uh, you think of like the prototypical golfer, and you think of, you know, it's Jack Nicklaus or uh, you know, guys like that. But what do we want our prototypical golfer to be? I think we want our prototypical golfer to look like America. Yep. You know, I think 
I think what we have to do is we have to just bring a uh, wheelbarrow full of money over to Ice T's house <laughs> and, and get him on board. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so we're getting Ice T on the links. Now T is going to bring his own style. He's going to bring his own game. Uh, is he going to bring his own wardrobe? I hope so. Okay. Uh, is his wardrobe stuff that Ice T would wear, or is his wardrobe golf gear that Ice T would wear? I feel like now that I think about it, Ice T's style is kind of golfy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So we, we... I, I think he does, would not look out of place wearing like a messenger boy cap. <laughs> I think he would look excellent wearing a messenger boy cap, and uh, cleats and socks pulled up to like his crotch. So, uh, ice ice tees are normal... side, side idea. Yep. Why don't we just make socks so high that they're just they're they're pants? So I want I wanted to, this is why I brought up. Does he bring his own wardrobe? Because I do think. Yeah, again, you referred to golf earlier. It's you don't even have to take your khakis off. Uh, I think we need to change that. It's time to get those khakis off and trying to get something else on. So if ice argyle sock pants, <laughs> argyle sock pants, uh, fr- from the ice tea collection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you 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 need to have sort of a standard uniform of golf that isn't a. Uh, a short sleeve collared shirt and a pair of khakis. So I like the argyle sock pants with cleats. Uh, upper body. What, what what are they wearing up here? Uh, an incredibly tight t-shirt. <laughs> like so, something that you would buy like at a department store's boys department. Yeah, just something that is two sizes too small for you. <laughs> that doesn't matter how big you are. It just needs to be two sizes too small for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so very tight T-shirt. Presumably we, we could slap uh, endorsements, sponsorships all over that. Isn't that why the T-shirt was invented? Absolutely. Um, I, I think hats are a must. Uh, but anything but a baseball cap or a visor, like no, no no brim that just comes out in the front. It has to has to be all the way around. So, or brimless. So you could do like a little messenger boy cap. You could do you could golf in a top hat if you wanted to, and we could put endorsements around that. But a fez. Oh yeah. I mean, it'd be kind of hard to keep a fez on, but. Well, that's that's what the chin strap is for. Oh, do they have chin straps? Oh, they can. In in our game, it'd probably be beneficial. Yeah. So Fez with a chin strap. Um, I I like you know kind of taking a cue from MMA WWE. I like the idea of elbow pads, and uh, well, they're going to be running. They might fall. It'd be probably yep. a good safety measure. Yep. Fingerless gloves as well, because if if they're going to be shooting, you don't want to like have to slip a gloved finger through. Yeah, trigger. but not like, not like the weird like, like thin white leather gloves. Like, oh no, fingerless black leather studded gloves. I yeah, think, are what's in in order. Yeah, because the studs give you better grip on your club. 
So if if I'm getting all of this correct, we begin with uh, we have a, a pair of cleats. Uh, any color could work, I suppose. Can we make the cleats sharper <laughs> and more dangerous? Sure. Why not? Uh, so a- extra sharp cleats, argyle sock pants that come up to uh, probably the navel. An extremely tight-fitting t-shirt, elbow pads, black-studded leather fingerless gloves, and a fez, all modeled by Ice-T. Yep. Okay. I'm on board. Now, what I think we need to do, though, is, you know, it's not just... It's not... Okay, so Ice-T comes out onto the links, and he's getting ready to compete. You know, it's not just Ice T. He's got his caddy, and the caddy has to be dressed to match. Uh, maybe he doesn't wear a fez, so that's how we distinguish him as a non-golfer. Hat on, you're a golfer. Hat off, you're a caddy. And not a t-shirt for the caddy. An no. X shirt. Yes, an X shirt for the caddy. Um, a long-sleeved X shirt for the caddy. Hmm. Um. I think we can take this a little further. So we've got, uh, if we're looking at the accoutrement, the remaining things are the bag, the clubs, and the ball. What can we do to to spice that up a little bit? I feel like we can do some some sort of something with technology. Have something. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think about what would be possible to do with clubs hey, and a ball. That I got an idea. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe we still have the caddy, and maybe the caddy's job is to like give Ice T a shoulder rub in between shots or, you know, stuff like that. But uh, there is a second member of the caddying team, and it's in an, uh, an unmanned drone that carries the uh, the bag with the clubs in it around. So if Ice T is ah. getting ready to tee off, he he tells the drone to give him the uh, the three wood. The drone just kind of pops it out, and Ice T reaches up and grabs it. I like that. Yep. So it just kind of flies in kind of a holding pattern over the hole? Yeah. Yeah. It'll reach down and it'll grab the pole and pull it out. Uh-huh. Uh, and then with the ball, what can we do with the ball? Um, well, we can make it light up and do advertising things. Yeah. We could do like uh, like Fox used to do with hockey pucks, so that like when it's hit, it just trails a stream of blue behind it. It it, it certainly breathes new life back into hockey. Why wouldn't it breathe new life back into golf? That's exactly right. Um. Okay, so so we see Ice T there. Got him set up, and Ice Ice T's kind of our he's our poster child. He's the guy who's breaking down the the barriers of of what it means to be a golfer, and having his example up there will draw in the sort of you know uh, extreme personalities that we want to really generate interest in the game, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to uh, you know, just people going out and in their khakis and their dad shirts and. Soft stroke. Here's something that I, I don't think we've we thought about is maybe the changes aren't really to be made in the clubs and the ball so much as in the course. I'm intrigued. 
I think part of what keeps golf such a gentrified sport is that you you know go out to the country to these special clubs to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it, it well, is the definition of a country club sport. I think we need to bring golf to urban America, literally, and just you know just cut eighteen holes in the street. I I live in San Francisco. There are definitely already at least eighteen holes in the street around here. Exactly. You yeah. just you, you know you just pick a pothole that's already there, mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, this is 17. Yep. Um, do we? So does this the urban golf course? Is that something that's like you take a part of the city and you buy a few blocks and set it up there, or is it like live in the city? Oh, it's live in the city. So you could be a uh, teeing off from, like, in the middle of a street. See how far you can get it down Market Street. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that that's interesting. Um, so that introduces uh, the element of traffic. Mm-hmm. It introduces the element of pedestrians. Yes. Um, yep. Play it where it lays. Like, if, if it... Uh, if it ends up on top of a subway car, you better chase down that damn car. Yeah, you, you're gonna. It's gonna take a lot of shots to get it back from from the barrio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this this is why the uh, the speed component becomes so important because it's not just that we're making speed of completion of a hole more important yeah we're also adding significantly more obstacles to actually getting it in the hole yeah you know you put it through the window of a cab you better hope they get out to yell at you or else you're gonna have to chase it down (laughs) taxi follow that golf ball (laughs) that's good so uh iced tea Oh, and, and we we had a good pun there because he's teeing off. That's on the posters. Also, also, if you like a, a quieter game, mm-hmm. I think that I I don't know. I, we could talk to the people over at Super Fun, but I feel like that's maybe something we can do with all of the brownfields we have in America. He's like, look, I'm sure there's plenty of good land in Detroit that we can turn into and cheap. Never, yeah. gonna, never going to be cheaper. But I think our new style of golf doesn't need like a lush type of course. Oh god, no! You could just put a hole in the ground and you know, mm-hmm. just kind of say uh, hit it over there. Well, see, and th- this is, I think the other thing this is going to do is, we we go back to what does this do to clubs and balls? This mm-hmm. new environment with new challenges creates incentives for new club designs. So if you're teeing off from the road, but the hole is on the top of a 10-story building, like a vertical lift becomes an issue. So you want a very yeah. open-faced club. Exactly. You need, you, you need a more versatile game. Yeah. And you as a golfer need to adapt to that. Yeah. Um, it's not... Oh, yeah. Well, I hit the ball far and actually... That's nice, but how do you how do you do hitting it off of a moving car? 
I think that that can work. So, so we've changed the environment. We've changed some of the rules. We have a uh, a new a new standard bearer in Mr. T. Not that Mr. T. Mr. Ice T. <laughs> Uh, please call me Ice. My father is Mr. T. Um, okay, so Ice T's our standard bear. Changed the rules of the game. Uh, changed the environment. We're, We're definitely changing, uh, changing the image of the game and I think that the thing that we really need to do to, to bring it all home here is you know a, a good idea like a bad idea can be killed by a bad name and so if there, there's the PGA tour okay that's fine nice and generic we need to come up with some kind of cool brand alternative to that but it can't be something like the XFL no, the XFL isn't the right thing. I think the right direction to take it in is the N1 mixtape direction. Yeah. Where you have, like, an MC off, at, like, maybe just hanging out on the T and, like, yelling out while they, they do stuff. Like, oh, man, you shake that one so bad. Like, <laughs> you, you want to NBA, NBA jam it up. Yeah. So what do we call it? Unfortunately, I'm so mad that stickball's already taken because it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. And nobody plays stickball anymore. Yep. Whacking. <laughs> Whacking. <laughs> Whacking. Yep. You, yeah, you want to go whack 18? I think I got it. I, th- I think you nailed it. <laughs> good, good job. I'm gonna go whack eighteen. Celebrate. <laughs> <laughs>